Hello and welcome. This is episode 24 of No Balls Cricket. We have been away for a bit. We've been on sabbatical. However, we are back. Did we, we really take a, take a sabbatical though? We took a sabbatical because we just don't care about the IPL. Also true. But is that the real reason? Also, We were also just a little bit cheesed off at cricket at that point. Yeah, that's also true. We were cheesed off after the cancellations happened with the last test of the India-England series, which has now been rescheduled to a one-off test next year in, in somewhere. One minute. Don't say somewhere. Somewhere the in ECB. The ECB, they suck donkey dick. Because they have taken this test match away from Manchester. Manchester wants its test match, god damn you. Oh, they're, they're, they're giving it a, a T20 or something, no? They've given it a T20, We need, but Manchester wants a test. We want it. We want it. <laughs> Right. Channeling my inner golem because you know the hairstyle is well known. Yeah, sure. Ah. Um, I wonder whether Zoom has a filter for that. Anyway, let's not get into that. Let's carry on with the episode. Um, right. Um, we were cheesed off because of that cancellation, and then New Zealand pulling out of the Pakistan tour, and then England pulling out of a future Pakistan tour, and then uh, England just being the ECB just being just being dickheads basically. Um, that and then Ramiz Raja making some sort of weird fracas over all of that typical Pakistan cricket scenes. Um, and Raja, I, I have to say a great thank you to Imran Khan though, because by appointing Ramiz Raja to his position at uh, at the Pakistan Cricket Board, that means he can no longer be a commentator while he's in that role, and that's a good good thing for all of us. Uh, Imran Khan, mashallah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Will I get? Uh... Will I get uh, censor, censured in India for using that term now? I don't know, dude. We, we, yeah, we... This is the same thing that I asked in the, in, this is the same thing I asked you in the afternoon. Remember a couple of years ago when they named Shoaib Malik Damade Hind? Uh, yes, I do remember this. So now the question is, do I get censured in India for calling him Damade Hind? Because he's Pakistani. Or do I get censured just for knowing how to speak in Urdu? <laughs> Probably just the first one. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, but we will more on this later on in the episode as to why these questions are coming up. However, we will quickly um, go into the roundup so that we will basically satisfy all of your roundup needs and everything that's gone on in the cricket world in exactly two and a half minutes. Oh, no. timer. So- no, 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 no timer. Two minutes, sorry. It's 10.42 now. We will carry on to 44. Okay. So, as as mentioned, the, the cancellations happened. Then after that, the IPL happened, which was kind of linked to some of the cancellations. Um, the we, we have to cop a little bit because we called uh, CSK Dad's Army or Granddad's Army. Or we made some odd joke about them being the old team. So, anyway, one last hurrah. Yeah, but they, but they won. Yeah. Um, um, Dhoni may or may not retire. Who knows? Uh, doesn't matter. India women played a series down in down, down under. They bossed the test match, the, the, which was impressive because it was a pink ball test. But uh, unfortunately, the match ended in a draw. Then they ended up losing both the limited over series. The T20I series was a bit of a disappointment because two of the three matches got washed out and India lost the third one. Um, is there anything else in the roundup before, other than the World Cup? Oh, yeah, there are two new IPL teams. Oh, uh, you know, um, in case any Indian was guessing, 
which two cities got it, right? Let's just put it bluntly. They are both controlled by which political party in those states? <laughs> no, uh, no conspiracy theories here. No, none whatsoever. We we're not we're not. Oh, this is just there are no conspiracy theories anymore. The only conspiracy is Adani didn't win a team somehow. Yeah, I'm surprised actually that that. Yeah, happened. I know, I know, I know. Um, very RPSG is back. RPSG is rising Pune super giants, right? Yeah, but the, yeah, but I don't know. They're, they're that that's what they were. But in point being, the business was called RPSG for some reason. It's like I think all their names plus Goenka at the end. Ah, okay. And they have the they have the Lucknow franchise, I think. Yeah, they have the, one of them. One of them. Yeah. So apparently, they're the same people that own Mohan Bagan, and apparently, sort of Ganguly, who is on the board for Mohan Bagan, has been asked to do vacate yeah, that yeah. post in some conflict of interest jazz. I'm interested in why it's not <clears throat> interest for him to be BCI director while they were bidding. Shouldn't he have like? Shouldn't they just like? You know what? I actually have no answer for that. That's a very good question. Anyway, it's India. It's conflict of interest. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, huh, that's the roundup. Please. Also, what are the two names for the teams? Uh, Ahmedabad assholes, I think. So Ahmedabad assholes and <laughs> and I'll let I'm going you to make. I'm going to make you say it. <laughs> no, I think we should do one each, right? So I said Ahmedabad assholes. You can say the next one. Lucknow Luns. <laughs> Thank God it's not Patna Pishab. Um, <laughs> oh. Okay, moving on. That's the roundup. Um, let us get into the main course now, the main event, um, the entree, as it were. Um, yeah, we are the, four days into the T20 World Cup. No, we're not four days in. We're a week and four days in. What are you talking about? Are we a week and four days in? No, we're not. Oh, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The Super 12s is part of the tournament. No, no, I'm only counting the Super 12s. Oh, are you? <laughs> Sorry, I, I meant the, 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 the first round. The first yeah. round is technically part of the tournament. Ireland have already been knocked out in that. Yeah. So uh, the Netherlands. Somehow Namibia have qualified. Don't ask me how. Um, effort from Scotland and Namibia to qualify. Yeah. We- also, um, believe it or not, the shittest team to qualify out of those four was actually Bangladesh. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, and they did not begin very well today. Um, it goes that that order is probably Sri Lanka, Scotland, Namibia, Namibia, Bangladesh. I'd have to give it Namibia over Scotland because they now just won head to head. So Sri Lanka, Namibia, Scotland, Bangladesh. This is true. Yeah. Um, anyway, so lots of lots lots of action to pick out from the first few days of the World T Twenty. Number one, let us start with the favorites. Um, so Pakistan cruised against some in some unimportant match, and then cruised in another match against. <clears throat> yeah, very unimportant match that they won by ten wickets. Um, yeah, you know, in, in which uh, uh, a certain captain Kohli lost another toss as usual. And um, was then asked in the press conference why he would not drop Rohit Sharma for Ishan Kishan. Yeah, that was interesting. That was an interesting conversation, wasn't it? But yeah, let's put it that way. The biggest cricket match, well, every two years now, because there's going to be a world tournament every two years. Um, India was... Yeah. Anyway, uh, Pakistan proving that they are... um, Yeah, hot, hot shit in this tournament, man. Damn. 
I was calling it long before. I firstly that I thought the streak would finally end, uh, and secondly though, yeah, Pakistan are a, re- a good T20 side, um, and if they they're not just like your mercurial, unpredictable, whatever. No, they're just good. Now they're they're like clinical. They have good batting. They have good bowling. Just for any wrestling fans, we're not talking about the Undertaker streak. We're talking about the uh, streak that India has over Pakistan in World Cups. In any case, all the streak only matters for uh, one-day World Cups. That, that's what counts. So, huh, that's what counts. Okay, fine. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, moving on from that very random reference, um, the other favorites in this tournament have lost two out of two, including being blown away for fifty-five by England. That was fun to watch. Yeah, West Indies have just not turned up. They've made one big change today. They've called in uh, Jason Holder for Obed McCoy. Um, I don't know how that helps Lendl Simmons score at a strike rate of above 50. No, 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 no. One minute. Lendl Simmons decided that he has not played test cricket in 10 years, so it's, he's going to do it now. <laughs> but let's put it frankly, the West Indies now need an absolute miracle to win. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, they need an absolute... I mean, let's put... Yeah, it's it's a... It's literally... They need a miracle, miracle, whatever you want to call it. Because um, it they are so far behind. They need so many things to go their way. Um, they actually... I think their best chance is if England win all their games and then Sri Lanka end up beating South Africa. And then they get some massive win over Bangladesh. That's possibly the only way they can get through. They also have to beat Sri Lanka themselves. Yeah, they basically now, they, they just need that group to turn into a slugfest where everyone's beating everyone. Um, so that, But let's be honest, um, nobody's losing to Bangladesh in that group. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they were, I mean, they were absolutely shit today. And they were pretty shit against Sri Lanka in their first game. Yeah, you need to... You need to just hope that they can somehow beat Australia. Just because I'm always hoping for Australia to lose anyway. Yeah, I know. But let's put it in perspective, right? Bangladesh basically put up 170 against Sri Lanka with about 300 names that nobody has ever heard of. (laughs) Right? Because that's what Sri Lankan cricket is now. Every two years, there's some new kid on the block. And there's some names that all sound similar. But no one has actually heard of them because they're not, you know, they don't play for very long. Exactly. So, here's my other real question though. Is the Sri Lanka-Bangladesh rivalry now a bigger deal than the India-Pakistan rivalry? Or oh, okay, bigger deal, it's not. But is it more heated? Because I feel like India and Pakistan are like, all the players are like very much like, oh, they're very friendly and whatnot. And Sri Lanka and Bangladesh still hate each other. It wasn't the Nagin dance also from that Sri Lanka. Okay, fine. You know what, this is a legitimate question now. Um, is the Sri Lanka-Bangladesh rivalry... Uh, more prevalent. Does that actually uh, give you a reason for Shakib Al Hassan's behavior? Maybe. Yeah. What him kicking the stumps? No, no, that can't be that. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, Bangladesh are going to go home with no T20 skill, no fast bowlers, no plan, and possibly the worst behaved cricketer I've ever seen. Oh, and they will lose all their games. Also, just happens to be the format's best all rounder. Uh, ben Stokes would not agree with you on that one, although he's not playing this World Cup. Okay, fine. It's it's a toss up between Shakib and Ben Stokes. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that's Group B for you. I think the two that are pro- possibly going to go through from that South Africa and Australia, although that Sri Lanka South Africa game could really be the clincher. Oh. 
think you're saying the two teams going through from that group are Australia and South Africa? Could be, yeah. Don't think I, England. Are... Oh, sorry, no England. Oh, sorry, yeah, I meant. Oh, my bad. England <laughs> are in that group. Shit, sorry. Yeah. From that, <laughs> I meant England and Australia. Well, no, that is England and Australia. I don't think Australia are going to lose. Um, I think they'll. Um, they were good against South Africa. They weren't great. They got over. They just about got over the line. They bowled pretty well. Um, yeah. And their batting remains to be seen. The problem for them really is the fact that David Warner is not scoring a lot of runs. And uh, yeah. if he really gets going, then the cut and thrust is there. Aaron Finch on slow wickets is not the best player. Um, so you need someone in the middle order, but their middle order is fraught with what you would think are top order players. So I, I, I mean, I've never really rated Steve Smith the T20 player. No, neither have I. He's a great uh, test batsman, good one-day batsman. But I think on these pitches, how slow the the, the pitches are, he's probably the one of the better batsmen to have in that uh, lineup. I still think Australia would struggle against a side like Sri Lanka. Um, I'm not convinced. I think England are definitely going through from that group. I'm not convinced on on who the second team is. Yeah, England are probably definitely going through. Um, Sri Lanka are a bit like, they're a sort of outside dark horse kind of thing. But I think when they come up against a really quality bowling attack, like maybe England and Australia, I think they'll struggle. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, actually. Um, controversy in that group as well. Um, yes. Let's talk about Quinton de Kock for a minute. Yeah, it's uh, it's just a bizarre one where he, I, I feel like if he had an issue with taking the knee, then this is probably something that could have come up a lot earlier rather than like the eve of the match or the morning of the match, as it were. Um, especially because as far as I remember from the match, it's not even like every single South African player took a knee. I feel like several just like stood up with their hands raised or something like that or hands hands on their hearts or whatever. But So it's it's not like they were all taking a knee and, and De Kock just decided, you know, I can't do this. No, actually, um, if you're looking, for, if you've seen the image that they showed today on Cricket Info, that's actually from the opening game against Australia. The directive from CSA has actually come this morning, before the game against... Uh, sorry, yesterday, before the game against the West Indies. Uh, and it was, I think, in lieu of that, then they kind of asked everyone to take the knee. Okay, and he sense. decided not to. Um, yeah. Now, look, I don't want to get into South African politics, but I will say one thing. All right? There's been a lot of hoopla about Black Lives Matter and how the white South African players actually don't support it. Right, yeah. I think yeah, some some do like Faf Duplessis, who's another mini co- who would have been the controversy of South Africa had it not been for this because he's not been selected. But he was he's been fairly vocal about supporting the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement. I agree, but there are a lot of um, white South African players, even in the interim, in the middle of it, that did not agree with it um, yeah. because they say, they think it's taken a political turn now with what they call, well, the white farmer murders and everything that's going on there. But again, I'm not a political scientist and I'm not going to say what's going on in the political situation from South Africa. However, I will say this. Quinton de Kock, as an international sportsman, um, had as a duty to be anti-racism. And I yeah. think, I, I think, yeah. fact of the matter is, South Africa, out of all the countries, South Africa is the one that has been because of their past, obviously because of apartheid, it's probably the one that suffered the most because of racism. 
So I don't see why 30 years after that's ended, you cannot take an yeah. anti-racist stance. Yeah. That's, I don't see it. And I think right. if you're if you're being dropped for that, I think that's a fair call. Because I is I'm, he, has he pulled out? I'm I'm confused. He well, they say he's pulled out, but I say he's been dropped. CSA basically issued the directive that he will not play because he's if he's gonna take that stand. Um yeah. so and this is not to any other political situation, this is not the equivalent of Andy Flower and Henry Longa at the 2003 World Cup with the black armband protest of Robert Mugabe. That's a whole different issue altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know what? This could really jeopardize his, his status as a as an international sportsman, especially when you've seen him score runs in a game and then celebrate with the sign of the rhino. Yeah. You know, if, if you're, I mean, if you're going to make statements like that, exactly. then I think you, as a South right. African, it is your duty to make a Black Lives Matter statement. Yeah. There's no logic to what, what Dickock is doing. I think. Absolutely none. Um, we're not black. We're not white. We're not South African. Yeah. We shouldn't yeah. really want to comment on this, but yeah. I think it's a global statement now. Yeah. There's a... Th- there's a weird context to this in, in other cases, like when it comes to the Indian players kneeling. Um, no, no, one minute, one minute. Let's, Indian players kneeling is a whole other ball game entirely. Okay? Indian players can kneel for Black Lives Matter, but Indian players also need to say a lot of things about what is going on in their own country. Exactly. That was That's why I'm saying that the yeah. context can be weird when it comes to other people. But when it comes to the South African team, I think there's, like, you can talk about the political situation in the country and whatnot, but I think as a statement that needs to be made in general, given South Africa's history, both like it's not just the history of apartheid, but it's also just the history of South African cricket and how you know there's literally a racism inquiry going on right now uh, when it comes to South African cricket, um, and and like in with that backdrop to just to say okay, I'm not making this statement seems just weird. Uh, in other racist-related news, Yorkshire have missed another deadline to submit the Azim Rafiq report. Uh, moving on, very quickly. <laughs> like that let's 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 just not let's just not <laughs> oh there's enough crap going on in england believe me uh the azim rafiq report is the least of their issues at this point in time anyway but we would like to we will offer you a poll on instagram at the end of this episode and maybe when we put it up tomorrow uh or in a couple of days time rather um what is worse quentin de Kock or the azim rafiq report so quentin de Kock versus yorkshire you take your pick um let us know when we put this up for a vote on on when we release this episode, which I think will be Friday morning. Um, <clears throat> that is one thing. Moving on. Uh, we'll get back to the cricket now. Group B, we'll, we have to talk about Group B, obviously. Um, Pakistan, have, we've already spoken about them. They've made the biggest statement by the absolute thumping that they handed out to India. I mean, that was not, you know, uh, something that we ever want to see again. Yeah. It was it was a clinical performance. The bowling up front from uh, excuse me from Shaheen Jafridi was outstanding. Even uh, but but he was like well backed up by the rest of the attack, limited India to a fairly middling score, and then they chased it down with such ease. I think that I, was mark my words though. My MVP for this tournament already, and this again uh, BJP. I am a cricket commentator. I have nothing to do with your political issues here. Mohammad Rizwan is going to be MVP this tournament. Mark my words. <laughs> uh, I think 
Yeah, Rizwan has Rizwan definitely has a chance to be the be, the high highest scorer. I think Babar Azam is the most important person in that side, though. Uh, I I know there's a lot of talk about yeah you know, we we overrate captaincy and there's there's like you know it it all comes under actual technical ability and tactics and what whatnot and mentality is now being considered as like a you you know you can't define it and it's pointless to talk about it and whatnot. But I think he's a really good leader of that side. He's gotten that side to like settle down. amidst all the sort of controversies that pakistan has had to deal with in the last few months and they're just clicking they're firing an excellent at the moment they i mean the funny thing is they also have the experience in that squad now because they've got rizwan they've got um babar azam obviously has played a lot of cricket over the last few years um he's yeah. the captain um they've got people in shine shah afridi is obviously a fantastic guy a fantastic bowler and he's um been with them as well but they've got people like some people that have won tournaments like um for example you have hasan ali in that squad you have okay they have shadab khan who's not the best spinner imad was seems an interesting one um because he gives them some control at the like beginning he's not he's not a particularly like great threatening bowler but he's a really good t20 bowler no he's an and, excellent t20 bowler and what he does is he gives them control i think that's very crucial in t20 cricket um yeah, yeah. but they also have very experienced hands uh like mohammad hafeez and damade hind <laughs> sorry i could not resist I could not do this. Um, he's still around. I just get confused every single time I still see him playing. Yeah, and like, how is how is he? Also, can someone explain to me how is he still thirty six? <laughs> Are we sure he's? I, I like. I'm at this point. I'm surprised that Pakistan haven't started claiming he's twenty six or something. Anyway, um, moving on from that, they also did beat New Zealand yesterday. Um, it was a f- fantastic performance again from. Yeah. Them um, restricting them first. Harris Rao picked up four wickets, um, and honestly, he looks like the one bowler that could get absolutely slaughtered, and yet he picked up four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but what they're yeah. winning? They had a bit of a wobble in the sh- in the chase, but they have. I mean, when Asif Ali comes and he clicks, he's like the Hardik Pandya style player who can just like take a game. Away. Yeah, but then again, you know, you get to that stage where it gets a bit, you know, dicey, and then you have Hafiz and Damad. Um, So I mean, literally, man, I'm not trying to make a joke out of this, but they can get bailed out of of situations. It's an interesting side because I think it's Pakistan, so you know they're going to have an off day somewhere or the other. Um, but uh, honestly, at this point, they look the most threatening team in the tournament. I um, think, right, on current form, I think they're the favorites. Right yeah, now. yeah, I, I would have to say that on current form, two wins from two through to the semi-finals. Because trust me, nobody is losing to Namibia or Scotland in that group. Um, And yeah, Afghanistan are the are the interesting ones there, um, because Afghanistan also though it was only against who did they play first up? Um, they absolutely murdered Namibia. The, oh, sorry, Scotland the other day. Exactly that that, that game against Scotland. That, yeah. So I, I mean, mean Ra- Rashid Khan and Mujib picking up four and five wickets each uh, laid down a real marker. Um, I think honestly, which is going to be good for Afghanistan as well. I agree, but I don't think Afghanistan have the consistency to beat either india or new zealand um however 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 that game between afghanistan and pakistan could be an absolute cracker believe me that is going to be very very fun that should be fun yeah that the india new zealand game is effectively people are calling it a quarter final i would say so i would i would think it's effectively a quarter final because i think whoever wins that they'll probably beat afghanistan and they're definitely getting scotland and namibia so i think that game is all to play for And if Virat Kohli finally wins a fucking toss, we might have a chance. I 
I mean, with India, it, it, and actually, it's not just India. I think a lot of it is just down to the pitches and, and the conditions in the UAE. But like winning the toss has become so important in this tournament. Like batting first is practically a death knell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, unless you go hell for leather and, you know, I don't know, send Hardik Pandya to open the batting and just decide to destroy any bowler that stands in front of him. Or, you know, he, you can drop uh, Rohit Sharma for Ishan Kishan. Oh, yeah, you can do that as well. Drop Rohit Sharma for Ishan Kishan. And I love the way he responded to that journalist. He's like, you want to drop Rohit Sharma? You want to stir controversy? Tell me first. <laughs> I love that response. I thought that was completely brilliant. Kohli at his absolute best. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, that's basically what's been going on in the uh, T20 World Cup. Um, our chief takeaways, who we thought were the favourites at the beginning of the tournament, haven't started well. India haven't. The West Indies need an absolute miracle to get through. Um, by the way, that quote courtesy Ian Jagan, who is not here for uh, um, reasons that we shall... need to get him on. Yeah, he has... Uh, I offered to get him on, but I have been uh, denied because, quote-unquote, I do not want you guys to have a go at me because the West Indies are losing. He could have had a go at us because India just lost. That's 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 poor form. Yeah, but the uh, well, to be fair, they got beaten by like equivalent amounts, so not the yeah. worst thing. Exactly. <clears throat> um, also, their net run rate is like so shit now; it's unbelievable. Um, anyway, that's that. Uh, predictions for the rest of the tournament. England are pretty much through, so are Pakistan. So you have two semi-finalists. The India-New Zealand one is going to be interesting. I'm still, I mean, I think I'm just being a homer here, but I think uh, I'm still going to back India coming out of this group as well. Uh, the other one, I'm going to throw a curveball and I'll say Sri Lanka are the ones coming through. England-Sri Lanka Ooh. from that group and Pakistan-India. Sri Lanka, though, will have to beat Australia for that. I think they will beat Australia. I think they have the bowlers and the batting to, to do it. That's well, an I interesting think one. Is shaky, but I think they have the bowlers to restrict. They are playing Australia tomorrow, if I'm not wrong. I think so, yeah. And that, so um, by the time you guys actually end up uh, listening or watching this, that game will actually have concluded. Or genius, or absolutely have fallen flat on its face, basically. One of the two will have happened. Uh, I vote for the second option because, you know, <laughs> Devrat Nostradamus says Australia and England are going through from that group. Um, <laughs> sorry, not Nostradamus. Wait, wait, wait. Let me make my prediction. Sinstradamus to the rescue. Sinstradamus predicts Australia and England to go through from group one. Okay, fine. Okay. And India and Pakistan to go through from group two. This is a boring lineup, man. India, Pakistan, Australia, England. Yeah, but come on. How tasty would another India Pak final be? How tasty. I'm just I'm bored of the matchup also now. It's gonna be it's, it's like it's so. I, I I mean obviously like I want India to beat Pakistan. It's just there's so much hoopla around it that's not cricket related that I that I'm just bored of it. I, I mean I'm comparing it to two years ago and last time was fun. This time it's just become so. I don't know. It's become so communally irritating, man. Like I don't want to see abuse from Bhats to Mohammad Shami, and I don't want to see people. Like Virinder Sehwag say that you should not be celebrating if Pakistan win. A... Dude, really? Like, it's just let them play cricket, man. Honestly. Like, come I, on. I also, I don't care if there are people in India who are celebrating Pakistan's win. I feel like 
there are worse things that you could do in india for example i think it's worse for an indian to be celebrating to be rooting for australia than it is for to be rooting for pakistan and there are indians who root for australia i think those are shameful people indians who root for pakistan you guys can go ahead and do it <laughs> go for it i can't wow that that is an unbelievable opinion you heard it first here on no balls cricket um <clears throat> that right so those are our predictions um of course we have to discuss the hoopla around that game because otherwise nothing will be complete um mohammad shami of course has received some insane amounts of vitriol for which no former player has come to his aid other than virender sehwag who weirdly actually had a completely anti islamic thing that he yeah. said a day prior to that then on top of that wakar yunus on pakistani television goes on air and then says that the best thing that mohammad rizwan did after the game was offer praise to allah this is why i just this is why i don't want more india pakistan matches oh anymore. man just really the no yeah. i mean it was look it was really fun in 2019 because of all the banter that went around with that um guy the i think he's a, he's from birmingham actually his name is something after um the you know the meme everyone knows the meme yeah the hands on hips meme him and then of course the pakistani reaction to twitter that the next morning with the the damade hind joke and the jokes about sarfaraz eating 3 pounds of varis nihari biryani and kulfi after the game or something of that ilk um oh, Dude, that that ranty whiny pakistani fan at the end of the odi world cup game in 2019 he was hilarious see now that is funny because they're they're angry but they're still willing to take the piss right yeah. i mean we could have easily gone out and called the indian players overpaid inflated balloons with their big fat paychecks you know but we're not going to do that because let's be honest they had an off day you expect india to recover from that yeah i did no. also see people put um um kohli in a pakistan jersey and call him a traitor and all that i mean he obviously kohli and rohit have not gotten the same level of vitriol that mohammed shami has but it's yeah there's 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 uh, it's weird cuz earlier years like people you know there were things of like effigies being burnt and like I remember after the 2007 World Cup, like Dhoni had to be locked away in his home or something, or like a lot of other. It was like so. We're not at that stage, but like the overall discourse around the game has just gotten. So no, bad. I think the problem is that the overall discourse now, whereas earlier it was of a cricketing nature, where you're just pissed off at cricketers, which is fine. You know, we we saw how funny that can be with 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 the last time India Pakistan played. If you're angry at your cricket team, that's still fine, right? but there's this whole thing that is taken this communal turn where everyone is targeting muslims and literally in the last week or so there have been two or three ads that have come on indian television that have come under insane flack like fab india are getting i don't know abused for using an urdu term just to come on man no one cares i speak urdu literally we're clearly past our one political statement for the episode No, I'm sorry. I had to make it today because, you know, we've just been. It's just been. No, 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 I, I agree, and I think. I mean, in general, also, it's just the vitriol that happens in India when it comes to, uh, like, anti-Muslim sentiment. Like, there's there's a lot worse going down. We we're not even getting into it, but like, ads being banned and and. Are you listening, Team India? Are you listening, Virat Kohli, Harsha Bogle, Sunil Gavaskar, Virender Sehwag, to name a few? Yeah, it's um, and yeah, no one. 
stand at all for anything uh, other than kneeling for black lives matter which from a global context great idea but from an indian context like what are you doing guys like yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i understand where the black life context uh, thing comes in also hardik pandya's best friend is black so he may have a personal reason for it um so <laughs> again could not resist <laughs> um but you know um oh he did call him gujarati in an interview so that was pretty funny um call pollard gujarati yeah, he did call pollard gujarati in an interview um if you haven't go ahead and read the cricket monthly piece um with hardik pandya it's quite enlightening um and yeah so predictions obviously we've uh, since Stradamus has given you his four who do you think is going to win uh i'm going to go out on a limb and say pakistan which is annoying right now because that because if i the way i predicted it that means pakistan's going to beat india in a final and that's going to be so much worse in fact i'd i'd be happier if india lose in a semi final so that we don't get a final between the two can we all just hope that india lose new zealand qualify and then win the whole thing it'd be a sad way for kohli's captaincy to end cuz i really want kohli to win a trophy as a captain also yeah. remember shahzad shahzad's last thing as team the coach of team india so yeah. i'm sorry we don't have any more drunk memes i'm so upset with life right now we're getting rahul dravid after that and i love dravid dravid's one of my favorite players of yeah, all yeah but dravid is not a character like he's a serious yeah. person Exactly. Yeah, he's just gonna be so much competitor. Like he's not gonna be as anywhere near as entertaining. No man, we're gonna miss. You know what? No balls cricket is. We're gonna give. We're and now anyways done with this. We're heading into the no balls cricket uh, award section. So let's cricket. Let's do it. Should I? Yes. 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 It's time for the no balls cricket awards. and apparently now we are just like impromptu giving one to ravi shastri for being a, a a great character it is no 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 it is not just that it is the no balls cricket lifetime achievement award <laughs> he is the first recipient of the no balls cricket lifetime recipient award for memes right And since we don't have a wicket of a no ball this week, we give the no balls cricket award to Landell Simmons for his wonderful Test match innings against uh, South Africa. Oh, and we also just because we're both United fans and we don't really want to talk about Manchester United, <clears throat> we have an award to give out on that front. Yeah, uh, to our club's dear owners uh, who are who are known to be cheapskates in in to a, to an extent for pulling in for putting in the lowest bid of all the. uh competitors for an IPL franchise kanjus madan chot kanjus all i can say kanjus uh to for all you english listeners to translate that is that literally means cheap skate motherfuckers yes <clears throat> um but also the i mean the glazers have never been known for good timing but the timing could not be any worse at this moment in time yeah we're not getting We're not going to go into football because this is a cricket podcast, but it could not be any worse. And I live in Manchester. Believe me, the mood around here is bleak. Uh, and um, yeah, so those are our three No Balls Cricket Awards for this week. Um, lots of cricket coming up. Obviously, the World T Twenty continues. Um, we will have another little update on it next week, um, possibly at the end of the Group Twelve uh, of the Super Twelve stage. by which point we know who's going through to the semi finals or not um and we hope to have a west indian compatriot uh, on as well 
but uh, as you guys have noticed from the last uh, few months that he is an elusive bastard. Um, he likes going fishing. Yeah, he likes going fishing in the um, in the Amazon. Um, and on that very happy note, it is time to end. Just a little update to all my West Indian fans. I am top of the, the fantasy league at this point in time. Enjoy the rest of the tournament. <laughs> and that's the end of our show. Thanks guys for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, do remember to like, share, subscribe. Don't hate on Florentino Perez's drugs or hate on their drugs. I don't know. Um, say cheese. Uh, hit the bell icon. It's floating somewhere. Um, subscribe to be notified for all our videos. And if you are listening on any of our audio platforms, take it away. Uh, yes. Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, um, Anchor, Podcast Addict. I feel like I'm missing one. No, I think that's it. Google, Spotify, Podcast Addict, Anchor, and Apple. Yeah, I, I, I got it all. Oh, did you? Okay. But uh, uh, on that very happy note, it is time to end. Please follow us. The Instagram and Twitter handle is below. And be aware of all our updates. Also, please take part in the poll that will be up on Friday. Yes. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks.